Welcome to Dream Stories Podcast once again. I'm Michael French, and this week I'm here all by myself. Lisa is not feeling well this week, so I'm going to take just a few minutes. Instead of just completely skipping the show, I thought I'd take just a few minutes and talk a little bit about uh, dream stories and the idea of spiritual dream interpretation. Uh, Those of you who don't know, uh, this podcast began almost two years ago now with the idea that we would spend some time talking about spiritual dream interpretation. Some people would call it biblical dream interpretation. Um, and our audience has grown over these last two years to include a lot of different types of people. We don't just have um, one particular type of spiritual individual watching. While mine and Lisa's ba- faith background is as Christians, and I pastored a church for almost 20 years uh, in the Christian church, uh, we also recognize that dream interpretation as a whole is not something that is widely accepted in the church community in the Western world. Now, most of the Eastern world and the third world, uh, really anywhere outside of the Western world, dream interpretation is very much accepted and received, but we've had a little harder time with it here in the United States. Part of that reason comes from a Western philosophy and a Western mindset uh, uh, that comes from Aristotle. He believed that basically and taught that if you can't see it, hear it, feel it, taste it, or smell it, it's not real. Now, As he began to propose this and the idea caught on, a man by the name of Thomas Aquinas, who was a church leader in his day, caught on to the idea that uh, this philosophy of seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, and touching was significant. And he began to talk about it and discuss that concept within the church circles. Interestingly enough, his willingness to talk about Thomas Aquinas's uh, concepts uh, of, of having to have a tangible connection to something ended up uh, sort of really supporting the idea within the church community, the Western church community, that spiritual things were not as real or were not as tangible as natural things were. Now, what makes that so interesting is that Thomas Aquinas was not actually very uh, much in line with that philosophy. He, he, he understood part of it and he, he spoke to part of it, but he himself was actually a dreamer who had received revelation from God in dreams. He felt his creator spoke to him through dreams. In fact, Thomas Aquinas uh, was um, uh, um, actually uh, uh, at one point in time writing a uh, a, a, a systematic theology, a, a, a multi-volume treatise on Scripture. And he had uh, written, I think it was something like 12 or 13 uh, uh, um, volumes of this uh, treatise when he had a dream. And he wasn't finished with it at the time he had the dream. Now, he woke up from this dream and made the following declaration. He said, uh, such has been revealed to me that all I have written to this time seems of little value. And he was talking about what he had learned and what he had seen in the dream. At the end of that statement or at the end of that that process, Aquinas put down his pen and he never wrote again. He never finished his Summa Theologica, which was the systematic theology or the the treatise, the ultimate treatise. In his day, it would have been the end-all, be-all type treatise. 
He never wrote anymore. He didn't finish it because he had such an experience and such a spiritual encounter to dream. So Thomas Aquinas wasn't really intent on taking everyone and saying, we're not going to have anything to do with dream interpretation or spiritual things, but he did believe there was a practical side to faith. Now, we take that, move it fast forward to the modern day, and we have the Western church that struggles with supernatural spiritual events in many cases, in many ways. As a pastor for almost 20 years, uh, the church that I pastored was an independent, non-denominational type church, and, and we pursued these spiritual concepts, and that's how I got involved in spiritual dream interpretation or biblical dream interpretation. But I also began to be involved in reaching out and connecting with and building relationships into other spiritual communities, New Age communities, uh, non-Christian uh, faiths and faith-based groups, and just trying to build relationships. And, and one of the things I found was there's an amazing opportunity to find common ground on spiritual principles with dream interpretation because most non-Christian groups and uh, sort of um, new age style or type of uh, groups are, are proponents of ideas such as dream interpretation. And in the past, these groups have, ha have kind of been limited in some ways to just dealing with dream interpretation more or less from a psychological perspective. Freud and Jung uh, and Gestalt and these types of dream philosophies uh, of, of the id and the ego and the archetypes and all of these kind of things. So for many years, there was little spoken of in the way of dream interpretation in the church because the church wasn't interested in it. And then in alternate spirituality settings like the New Age or Eastern religious groups or other things, uh, there was, there was a, a tinge or twinge towards spiritual dream interpretation, but it didn't have life in it. It didn't have real strong... Um, uh, uh, satisfaction to it. And so now we see the Christian church, some of it at least, embracing spiritual dream interpretation, and it becomes a bridge into these other faith communities. So many of you who watch this are Christian uh, uh, by faith, the same as Elise and I, but we have a large number of people who watch who are not. Why? Because there's something real about spiritual dream interpretation. And I just want to say to all of you right now, because if you've watched this podcast since we've been broadcasting on YouTube, or you've listened to it since we've been recording it for almost two years now, you know that Lisa and I are very careful not to alienate our non-Christian listeners and watchers we really uh, love and enjoy having them, and we really enjoy the questions we get from that community because they challenge us in our faith, and they give us the opportunity to share our faith on a common ground basis of dream interpretation in a way that allows uh, both communities to grow and benefit from that. And so what, what I want to say to you is that when we look at spiritual dream interpretation, you guys who are watching who are not Christians know we don't push our faith down your throat. We don't press you hard. We don't try and make everybody convert to Christianity. Now, is that, you know, do I believe that that faith base is the answer to a lot of issues for many of us? 
uh, many of you even, that it, that it offers something that's real and dynamic? Yes, I do. But I also believe that our faith-based spiritual dream interpretation speaks for itself and stands for itself, that your creator, the God of creation, wants to speak to you, that he does speak to you, and he speaks to us. And if our creator can reveal himself to us, then we get to know him. We get to experience him. And dreams open up that world. That's why it's such a beautiful way for all of us to come together and hear from our creator. I love this concept of spiritual dream interpretation versus the psychological perspective because the psychological perspective tries to fit everything into a box and make it you know, work in just such and such way that the, the symbols have these relationships to what's going on inside of me. It doesn't lend itself to giving us any opportunity that there would be communication from the creator. It's just about what's happening in me. Spiritual dream interpretation opens up that world and says, now you've got the chance to realize your creator wants to have conversation with you. He's speaking to you and with a little help, maybe from a dream interpreter or maybe even on your own, you get the chance to hear what he's saying learn more about him, and it dispels many of the false beliefs and ideas we had about who our creator is and brings it down to a personal connection of just getting to know the one who created us. Now, for this to work, for spiritual dream interpretation to work, we now can't fall back on the old psychological perspectives, the psychological uh, 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 mindset of dream interpretation. We can't get into this idea of saying that that we think that that every single symbol has a single meaning and we can just get a dictionary and write down all the meanings and we can go through and un, uh, you know solve the puzzle by looking at what, well, this symbol means this and this symbol means this and now we've got it. No, we have to be willing to open up our ears, spiritual and natural, and let the Creator speak to us, not just from the dream, but also in the understanding of the dream. So now we get personal communication. A symbol for you and a symbol for me might mean two different things. The same symbol more than one time in my dream or in multiple dreams might mean something different every time. Because what I'm now doing, and this is what this whole idea of spiritual dream interpretation is about, is that I'm sitting down, I'm looking at the dream, and I'm asking the creator of everything, to speak to me as an interpreter and help me understand those symbols, just like he spoke to you, the dreamer, and gave you the dream. So instead of going to a dictionary and saying, this is what a symbol means, I'm going to the Spirit of God and saying, what does the symbol mean? And that's why these interpretations, that's why these stories, these dream stories, that's why the stories in my book, Dream Stories, that 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 uh, I wrote a few a few years ago, that tells the stories of about 55 people who had dreams, they were interpreted, and they've seen the fruit of that interpretation come to pass. That's why the, the people in those, those stories, that's why there's life in those things. It's because God is infusing both the dream and the interpretation with life and hope 
and love. And that's what separates spiritual dream interpretation from every other form of dream interpretation. That's what brings something to the table when we talk about these dream stories and we do this podcast and we interpret dreams on the street and we interpret dreams at events. That's what brings life to it. It's more than just fitting the pieces of a puzzle together. It's about making a connection with the Spirit of God. It's about making a connection with the Creator of the universe. And I know some of you who are watching and listening to this may even say you're not sure who the Creator is or that you may not even uh, know whether you believe in a Creator. It's okay. That's all right. You've hung with us this long. You still watch. You still listen. Listen, here's the deal. If the perspective we have on dreams is real, if it's valid, then you get to be introduced to that creator and you decide for yourself if he's real. You decide for yourself if he has purpose in your life. You decide for yourself if he has value for you. I promise you this, if what I believe and teach and talk about with dreams is true, you're going to experience something that's life-changing if you just give it a chance. That's what makes this show worth doing that's what makes this podcast worth listening to, that there's more to it than just a conversation with another person. There's more to it than just mine and Lisa's perspective. There's the opportunity to build a real relationship with the Creator, to get to know Him. And let me, let me just say this, one last thing about it. If you watch and listen to this and you're not a Christian, don't take my word for it. It's okay. I, I'm going to give you a challenge today. I, you know I don't do this very often. I don't push these buttons very often, but I believe it's important from time to time to let you know where I come from. I'm going to give you a challenge today. If you watch this podcast or you listen to this podcast and you're not a Christian, then here's a simple challenge. Ask the Creator God to give you a dream that's real and vibrant and speaks to you personally and has impact on your life. And then if you get that dream, just take some time to get to know him. That's it. I'm not asking you to convert to Christianity. I'm not asking you to change your lifestyle. I'm not asking you to change anything about your life. I'm just asking you to have a conversation that's a two-way street, not just having a dream, but having a dream that's interpreted, that speaks to you and lets you know there's something bigger than you out there. That's the value of dreams. And that's the value of spiritual dream interpretation. That's all the time we're going to take for today. Next week, Lisa will be back, I hope. I guess she will be, or we'll have guests. And we'll see you again. So until then, keep dreaming.